Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You just released your 26th album a few days ago. It's called Reality. Yeah. And, and you'd mentioned that when you were starting out in the business, you couldn't possibly have imagined that you know you would have this length of a career, this kind of a career. Can you talk a little bit about that? I don't think any of us actually thought that we had any long-term kind of career in anything. I think the best thing we could have hoped for was four or five years of fun and uh, good shows and just making good music. But I don't think it even occurred to us, looking at the old blues guys, that we would be around like they were obviously around. You know, those guys, already a lot of them were up in their 60s uh, and 70s at that particular time when we were kids. But I don't think it ever occurred to us that we could possibly have the kinds of uh, longevity that they had. Right, and it's turned into a little more than four or five years at this point, right? Yeah, well, it's it's now following the tradition of what those uh, other old guys were going through. You know, we're going to become the old guys. <laughs> it's like we are the first, uh, I say we, I, I, a little too inclusive, but I'm not that far out. I mean, Dylan, myself, and Neil, and uh, a bunch of others are kind of the first generation of rock that really kind of really grew up with this audience and uh, and it's a new way of looking at rock you know right shortly before the release of the latest album reality you and the the band did the new york city marathon tour where you played one night in each of new york city's five boroughs yeah uh was it sort of far out to be back on small club stages again well we only did it for the food really i mean (laughs) each place we went to had his own kind of cuisine you know there was uh there was the snug the snug what was it called? The Snug Bar in St. Anne's. Um, and there was uh, Jimmy's Cafe in the Bronx. And they all had their own kind of food. And so that was really the joy. So it was basically just a traveling buffet, but you guys decided to play. Just to speed my band up a bit, you know, before they broke for Christmas so they wouldn't go home looking thin. It's <laughs> very considerate of you. <laughs> yeah. The first single release from reality is called New Killer Star. That's a song we've been playing here at the Mountain. And it not only features the memorable line about seeing Jesus on Dateline, but you also have indicated that there's a bit of a, a, a political bent to the song. Well, I think more than anything else, it just highlights the, uh, the still remaining stress and anxiety that's felt in the city so long after the event. I mean, it's a couple of years now, but still nothing. Well, it, it seemed a cliche at the time when pe- people would talk about things will never be the same again. Uh, you kind of hear that. You kind of hear that after any big tragic event, you know, but this time around, things have never quite got back to being the same as they were before here. It's, uh, there is a sense of anxiety in the city. Right. Uh, and I was trying to pick up maybe on some of that in the song. Um, given that you've been doing this for as long as you have, David, is it what what keeps you vibrant, vibrant and evolving as an artist? And is there some sort of special secret we should all know, or is it? You're not asking me what makes you tick, Dave. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think it's because I'm such I'm a real fan of music. I mean, it's uh, it's something that's just uh, gnawed at me all my life. It's it's what I live for: is writing and playing music. Um, 
the interest alone and my curiosity about it, my enthusiasm for it, I think drive me as much as anything else. You know. Can you imagine what you might be doing if you had if you hadn't chosen you know music as a profession as well as a hobby? You know what? I don't think it would have mattered if I hadn't have been able to play music and perform it. It wouldn't have mattered what I'd done. Hmm. It, just, it just wouldn't. Things wouldn't have been right for me. You know, I have I have a rock legend question for you that a lot of people a lot of people ask me about. The, the legend says that you changed your name from David Jones to David Bowie, in, yeah. in part to uh, avoid confusion with none other than Davy Jones of the Monkees fame. Is is that true? That's absolutely right. I mean, I'd been on the little. Uh, I mean, I, well, there's a little R and B circuit in the clubs around London. You know that we all used to play on the R and B circuit, like Eel Pie Island and the uh, uh, and the Klux Clique and those kind of funny clubs and all that but then this series started out in the states on television and with this kid called davy jones and i was davy jones and i thought oh no we're gonna he's obviously gonna be this big deal you know so i better kind of little me better change my name to something else so <laughs> i did that that's what i did <laughs> and i changed i found myself an american name but, yeah yeah oh he's good name was it uh, truly named after the bowie knife yeah, I thought it it just felt like, because I was emphatically pro-anything American, the culture especially, you know, and the music, the clothes, a lot of things that came out of the States were, like, big in my life, you know, writers and stuff. And so I was looking for an Americanized kind of name, and Bowie was just, well, that couldn't be more American than that, you know. It, and Davy Crockett was already taken, so... <laughs> Davy Crockett, thank God. <laughs> I don't... Major Tom by Davy Crockett. <laughs> yeah, that might have that might not have had the right ring to it. It wouldn't have played well, would it? No. As long as we're on the fact or fiction thing, the other question I wanted to ask you on that topic is that when when you offered to work with Mata Hoople in the early seventies, yeah, uh, is it true that you offered them Suffragette City first, and then they 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 said no, we don't want that song, and then you you said all right, well I have all the young dudes. You want that one? Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.